The oceans of the northern hemisphere are the home of birds in the family Alcidae, commonly known as auks or alcids. The auks are the ecological equivalent to the southern hemisphere penguins. Unlike penguins, surviving auks have not lost their ability to fly in the air as well as underwater. They evolved independently by a phenomenon called convergent evolution. The alcids that occur in our area are winter visitors, all returning to more northern climes and remote, relatively predator-free ancestral breeding areas. The most familiar to non-birders is the Atlantic puffin, the parrot-like, clown-beaked, black-and-white seabird made famous in knickknacks all over Maine and Iceland. All alcids are basically black above and white below, and use their wings to quote-unquote fly underwater in pursuit of small fish, squid, and krill. When airborne, they beat their wings so fast that they whirr through the air, their wings a blur. There was a giant flightless auk called the Great Auk that nested on remote islands in the northern North Atlantic less than 200 years ago in places with no mammalian predators. They were the first penguinos named by fishermen and whalers that quote-unquote harvested these tame birds, hunting and killing them for food. They became extinct in rather short order once men in ships found their rookeries. During the past two weeks, many auks have been reported from around our area. Most numerous are reports of hundreds of razorbills. These football-sized birds often congregate near shore where there are small schooling fish. Last weekend, the two very similar MERS species, thick-billed and common MERS, were reported in small numbers from Provincetown Harbor, Wellfleet Harbor, and sporadically from several outer Cape beaches. The smallest, and in my mind the cutest alcid in our area, is the dovekey. They are only the size of a soda can, starling-sized. They are about 8 inches long. Dovekeys, in spite of their small size, are fully equal to the harsh conditions on their North Atlantic wintering grounds. These birds only come to land to nest and are entirely dependent on the sea for all their needs. They nest in colonies on scree or talus slopes in suitable areas in Greenland and elsewhere in the extreme high Arctic. Dovekeys are vulnerable on their breeding grounds to predation from native peoples, Arctic foxes, glaucus and great blackback gulls, ravens and jeer falcons, to name a few. Humans are by far the biggest predator, with numbers of these birds harvested annually by native peoples, almost exclusively the Inuit. This has been going on for countless centuries, and this has had no effect on the great abundance of this bird species. Human disturbance in the form of oil exploration and consequent disturbance in habitat destruction is a much more serious and frightening threat. After nesting, they depart for open water and the ocean spending the winter at favored spots in the North Atlantic. They feed on a variety of plankton, krill, and small fish. During the winter, which is the only time a dove key is likely to be encountered in New England, they are vulnerable to onshore storms and are sometimes driven onto coastal beaches and even far inland. They are able to weather an ordinary gale, but occasionally a protracted storm rising to hurricane force exhausts them and drives them ashore. Rarely these small birds will appear in the surf along shorelines and remain for a day or two. Occasionally one or more will appear in one or another of the local harbors, and they entertain and amaze all lucky enough to see this little bird 
resembling nothing more than a wind-up bathroom toy as it flies about underwater in remarkably fast and agile dives in pursuit of small fish and shrimp. There have been a handful of dovekies reported from the Outer Cape in Nantucket during the past two weeks. Until next week, keep your eyes to the sky.